Hi everyone, this is David, and welcome to another episode of Alternative Life, where we bring stories of people who took a different route in life, rather than going what society says. In this episode, I'm here with Jasmine. She's one of the friends I met through... She, she's a friend I met through another friend who has a YouTube channel, and she, she was helping him film his videos. And we got in touch, and I, I really liked, I met her here in Vegas, she's 21, and I, I really liked her story of, she didn't really have, had like a normal childhood, you would say, it, it's a very interesting story. So we're going to dive deep into more about her story and what she's going through right now. So Jasmine, why don't you say hi to the people? Hey guys. Um, Tell a little bit about like, will you, will you, I know you moved to, a diff- lived in different places, you had a interesting family. Tell them a little bit about where you grew up, where you moved to, and all that. Yeah, so um, I was originally born in Newark, New Jersey. Um, there, I stayed there for like, probably since I was like between 8 and 10. I lived with my dad, my stepmom, and like four other siblings. Um, I never, I never really had a relationship with my birth mom. She left when I was really young, so I never built a relationship with her. Um, and from there, um, if you guys know anything about Newark, New Jersey, you guys know that it's really associated with gang violence. So of course, my family wanted me, my parents wanted me to live a better life, so we moved to Louisiana. Um, and in Louisiana, it was cold, that southern life. There's so many different op- choices. How did they decide on Louisiana? Well, um, I had, my grandparents already moved to Louisiana. Okay. Um, so I already had family in Louisiana. Okay. So they just decided to go where my own grandparents were. Yes, mm-hmm. makes sense. How yeah. How is it like? Living with now, you have your grandparents involved, right? Mm-hmm. Did that make the living situation more comfortable? Um, prior to me li- moving to Louisiana, I was yeah. actually living with my grandparents. On the other side. In New Jersey. Yeah. Yes, so I was living with my grandparents in New Jersey, and then I moved with my parents when we left. So my parents got their own place. And Louisiana, and I moved in with my parents. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I know it's pretty complicated. Not really. Um, so in Louisiana, you know, every year we would like, constantly move around. Yeah. My parents um, couldn't stay in one spot. Couldn't really afford to stay in one spot. So they really depended on my grandparents a lot. And yeah. So from there... I'm pretty sure we moved like at least every year, and I stayed in Louisiana for like. Would you have to change schools every time? Were you always like the new girl? Um, I probably, probably like once or twice, I had to change schools. I know I went to like three different elementary schools. I went to two different middle schools, and I went to two different high schools. Yeah. So um. Yeah, that's not often. Most people stay in the same elementary, middle, yeah. and high school with the. Yeah. Same. Um, yeah, it was a tiny bit difficult. I mean, I was a little shy growing up. Yeah. I didn't really know where to fit in. Um, 
but I eventually um, found my place when I like dove into like music. So I really hung around those type of kids. And then from there, did you like pick up an instrument? Did you I just, did. Oh, you just listen. Yeah, but what you play? Uh, I play piano. Yeah. So um, Beethoven style. Yeah, I play a lot of classical. My yeah. favorite is Chopin, actually. Chopin. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I, I I used to play piano as well. Yeah. But uh, I uh I I, I had I had no my my left hand couldn't stretch to do the the bass. I had no coordination between my oh. left my left hand and right hand. Yeah. So my my uh, instructor always had to fill in my left hand. <laughs> left yeah. hand for it, him. It, it took me a while. It took me a while too to get both of my hands down. But um, my grandmother she was my teacher. Yeah. So she helped me a lot. Did she have her own piano? Because I know they're not cheap. Yeah, she okay. had her own piano in um, Louisiana. So I would always, like, play with her. How, how often would you play the piano? Every day. Every day? Every day. Yeah. Every day. And um, after she passed, I had to pick it up on my own. Yeah. So, like, I had to go online. Back then, like, YouTube wasn't... Yeah, around. it's hard to self-teach. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. hard to self-teach. Yeah. So I was just watching regular videos that was online, wherever I could okay. find it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's how music started. Um, what about school-wise? Were you, were you able to focus on your studies when you like just moving around so much? To be honest, I didn't really care for school. Yeah. I don't think I really cared for school until like my last two years of yeah. high school. And that's when I like got perfect scores or whatever. But um. I, I, that wasn't my focus. My focus yeah. was more so like taking care of my yeah. family and stuff like that. We can talk about it later because it's interesting because you seem like you're very interested in learning a lot now. Yeah. <laughs> I was always, yeah. I was always interested in learning. Like my grandfather, yeah. he had a library in his house yeah. in Louisiana and he had like so many books, so many books. I would probably say that I read probably like a third of them. Um, yeah, so I always loved to learn. I just didn't care for school because I didn't have any friends. I wasn't really motivated to go to school. Um, probably the only thing I did was just stay in music class all day yeah. or art class. But um, I didn't really care for math, science, and all that type of stuff. English, I didn't care for it. Interesting, because I was like a complete opposite. Yeah. Uh, I, was, I, was good. I was like, school was the one thing I was good at. <laughs> <laughs> no, not me, man, not me. And, and then, okay, so what, what happened... After after high school, after high school, so um, after my junior year, I moved to Vegas. Okay. And I finished my last year in Vegas. Yeah. Um, and there, like, I was per- the person who was in the back of the class, who pretty much the nerd. Everybody would ask me for the homework and stuff like that. Teachers pet kind of. Um, Wait, teacher's pet in the back of the class? Only because I was the only one who put in effort to do my work. Okay. So, like, all the teachers, like, gave recognition to that. Oh, you need to be like Jasmine, Uh, or Jasmine can help you with this. But yet you didn't care? No. (laughs) No. I knew because my parents let me go to college. So I knew that I had to get a good grade, a good GPA in order to get into the college that I wanted to. Okay. So I put a strenuous amount of work into that what about what about the piano were you able to continue it after you moved to vegas or it kind of stopped so my parents they're very like they're very big on like 
regular mm-hmm. generic education. Yeah, 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 right. So um, they wanted me to be a doctor. Okay. Find a cure for cancer, yeah. whatever that means, or you guys know what that means. But I didn't really care for it. So um, I I went to school for biochemistry. I went to college for biochemistry. So nice. Very, very honorable. Yeah, yeah. And my parents was like, you have to have a plan B. Music can be your plan B. Like, in the back of my head and my soul, I'm like, but I really want to play the piano. Okay. So I end up not getting good grades in biology. So I took a minor in music to help me, like, okay. stay motivated. And, of course, I excelled in that. And then, like, but it was too late. It was too late to catch okay. up on my GPA because I did yeah, horrible. Yeah, you did poorly in the biology, the biology and yeah. stuff like that. Um, so I just dropped out. Um, and during that phase, like, of course, when somebody is, or when, like, society is telling you that this is what you need to do in order yeah. to be successful, and this is, like, go to college, and that's the thing that you go away from, you start to ask yourself, like, yeah. Like, how how did you, like, handle it with your parents when you dropped out? Were they understanding, or were they disappointed? How were they? So, um, actually, I didn't, I didn't you tell, tell her okay. until <laughs> I was resentful towards her. Okay. Um, during that time, I started working, and I was always, like, I was coming home late. Yeah. Um, because, like... I had to ride the bus, okay. so of course it would take more time to get home. And my parents felt like I didn't really care about being at home anymore. I wasn't really putting towards the effort of being with the family. So we got me and mom got into altercation, and she kicked me out. Oh man! Yeah, she kicked me out. And during that time, I was like out trying to find a place to live. I cursed it at her. Okay. That's why I dropped out anyways, and okay. I didn't even care at that point. Um, of course, she was upset, but can't really do anything. You kicked me out, so, like, yeah. so that that's how I um, gave the message to her. Okay. Mm-hmm. So now, now you're off on your own. How do you, um, what, what you, what you start doing? How'd you, how'd so, you handle it? During that time, of course, I was moving from place to place. Yeah. I was living with different people. Um, I was working at this place called Apollo Concepts, which is a personal development program. Okay. And there, I've learned how to yeah. take care of myself. I learned how to build a mentality, strength, everything I need in order to survive, in my opinion. How did you find this, this, this company? This, uh... After a good friend of mine, he started teaching me about business and stuff like that. I yeah. started like applying to all these different business jobs and or whatever. Okay. And um. And then I applied to this one, which is a sales and marketing, but it teaches it teaches you how to train and develop others. And okay. Yourself. And through that, I found that place called Apollo Concepts, okay. and that's when it opened so many doors for me. Okay. Mhm. Yeah, because I never heard of this before. And I thought it was interesting when you met, up, met yeah. uh, talked about it, how, you know, we, I, I've heard of SMART goals, but there's so much more on how you can systematically make progress and make improvement and hold people accountable, have training on it. Mm-hmm. So, what, like, what else did you learn during this, during it? I learned that 
in order to accomplish anything and in order to be successful, reach your goals, you have to get out your comfort zone. You have to push yourself. That's the only way to grow. Did it make you do drills to get you outside of your comfort zone? Drills as far as like going out to the field, talking to people or talking in front of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it taught me any anything any any that stood out anything that you done that you thought was like embarrassing or you thought it didn't go well but it went well yeah so I actually built my own team okay and I was I never felt like I was a one to be able to lead people to talk to people to um, I always knew that I could help people but yeah. I was always afraid to like tell people was right or wrong or to um point out what people are doing um and going through that that was the hardest for me because I never wanted to like hurt anybody's feelings or anything like that but a good way to understand that you're not is knowing the attentions behind it knowing the attentions behind it mm -hmm, knowing the attentions behind it so through me like building my team um I have a set of standards. Um, I have value within myself, and that's yeah. what I want on my team. Okay. So, it's really important to portray that to those people. So, yeah. for example, if I if I'm on time, then I want my team to be on time. Yes. So, that's a you have to display that to them and understand that discipline is very, very, very important. It's very um, it's very vital to get to where you want to be. Yeah. So with that intention of knowing that this is going to help you out in the future, it took away that fear. It took away that um, insecurity about me wanting to help them out. So little stuff like that was me getting out of my comfort zone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good that you found a... I feel that most people need a, a safe environment or an, a place... An organization is something that gives you the opportunity to get out of your comfort zone, to mm-hmm. to develop a team, to push yourself. Because it's kind of hard to do it by yourself when you don't have that support. Right. And I encourage others to find something, either an organization that you like or create your own. If you don't, mm-hmm. if you don't like anything that's out there, just make it yourself. Would you agree? Right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, so what about? I feel like now you um, you're on your own. You do, college didn't work out. The becoming a doctor didn't. It didn't inspire you to Mm-mm. put out your best effort. Mm-hmm. Music is is also an option that you're considering, but like it's music. It's a hard. It's a hard and challenging field as well. Competitive field. So how are you how are you going about exploring your options in life now? Well, I do want to say that music is as hard as you want it to be. Yeah. Um, you can be successful at anything as long as you put that effort in. But right now, right now I'm just. You know, you have like so many things that you want to do it's like when you at like a carnival right you have so many rides that you want to get on yeah and you get so excited I'm like no i want to get on this ride no i want to get on that ride but you need to understand that you have to get on one ride at one time at yeah. a time 
so that that's where I'm at right now. I'm just so excited to learn so many things and to find what's really right for me. But I need to understand that it takes time. I need to choose one and then excel in that and then um, continue to go further in other things. And that's where I'm at right now, just finding that one to progress in. Yeah. How come you don't, or, or are you going back into music? I've I've been considering it, but lately I haven't been really motivated to do it. Only because I'm not, I guess I'm not allowing myself to be motivated. Um, with music. Or have you like moved on? Because I, I, I got bored of playing the piano, so I stopped. Yeah. Have you gotten bored of it, or you just, you just haven't had any, you haven't been inspired recently? Yes, I haven't been inspired recently. I'm definitely not bored of it. I will forever, like, continue it, because I always want to live on my grandmother's legacy. She was really talented. Of course, I want to be just like her. But um, it's, it's just not where I'm at right now. Um, I still play it whenever I feel like it, but... Music, music is still an option, but it's not the one. It's not the one I feel. I think it's interesting how you've been doing the the thrift store project you've been working on because you feel like you really enjoy buying creative outfits and putting them together. How how'd you get into this? Have you always been interested, or have you just been inspired yeah. recently? I've always been into knickknacks and um, things that's not necessarily new or whatever. I really like antique things. So I feel like those have more has more to say. It's more soulful. And yeah. It has more personality to it. Yeah. So I've always been um, interested in stuff like that growing up. And with that now... It is something I still do. I still like making stuff. I still like putting stuff yeah. together that's old. Um, oh, and I also think that the drawing you do is pretty impressive as well on your Instagram. Oh, you saw that. <laughs> yes, yes. I feel um, like you have a lot of different creative outlets in your life. I do. I do. I just need to find a way to put them all together. But drawing... Um, I wouldn't necessarily say drawing, John, is for me. I do like it, but one thing that we all have to learn is patience. Yeah. One of the biggest disciplinaries. So um, I don't really have that for drawing. Right yeah. Now. What do you What do you hope for the future? Can what I hope for yeah. the future? As far as like... Yeah, like what, what kind of impact do you want to do? How, yeah, some kind of... The impact that I do want to put on to this world is that... I want to be able to show people that it is okay to be open-minded about things and to express themselves creatively with, without being ashamed. Because today in business and stuff, like everybody sees it as logical. You yeah. have to do this in order to reach this. You have to be a doctor okay. in order to be successful. Yeah. I want people to understand that it doesn't matter what you do, you can be successful and have total confidence behind what you want to do, whether it's creatively or analytically or logically or whatever. 
um, I just want I just want to put the impact for people to be more open-minded and to be confident about what they're open-minded about. That's good. That's that's why I hope to highlight with this podcast too that there's definitely different routes you can take in life, and also to wrap it up, I also think it's. I like I like how you really emphasize open-minded. I I feel like it takes a lot of courage for what you did have to do with your childhood, and I knew it, it couldn't be easy moving around and going through difficulties with your family and all that, and now you're trying to find, find, explore your different options you can take. So I like how you're being patient with it and having a open mind in it and trying to learn as much as you can while you're here. Mm-hmm. So where where can people stay connected with you, Jasmine? Where, where they... Um, you can find me on Instagram. Oh uh, yeah, the Instagram. Yeah. And you can see your creative drawings that you don't oh, think I think they're cool. No, yeah, they're pretty pretty cool. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie about that. But um, yeah, I mean I I do want to say that stuff is not gonna just get handed to you. You gotta take control yeah. of the opportunity, right? Yeah. You have to grab it. Don't wait. And also. Life is 80% mindset and 20% skill set. Okay. So as long as you got the mentality to do whatever you want, you can accomplish anything you want. Okay, Jess. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you for coming on the show. Sure. Thank you.